Oh, you're gonna be kidding. Oh, there we are. Hello, hello. <laughs> Shungite Show here, Shungite Reality. October 12th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit, Mark Joseph, and Yasmin West. And Yasmin is a guest that's been on, but she's uh, one of our good supporters in, uh, in the chat. And uh, so I'm going to just say hi, Yasmin. It's so good for you to come back. We've got so many interesting things to talk about today. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And Derek? And good morning, everyone. Yeah, welcome back, Yasmin. We appreciate you being here. Thank Mark. you. Mark? Hello. Mark. Morning, everybody. <laughs> morning. Great to hear from everyone. Okay. So, um, all righty then. Um, where would you like to start here, Derek? I think probably, I think a lot of the listeners are tuned in today for Yasmin and maybe yourself talking about what's been going on in California. We can jump straight into that if you want. Okay. Um, Mark, do you want to give a rundown to, you know, to sort of to explain how Yasmin ended up with 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 what we call the eagle? And um, I'll just introduce the eagle. I know most people know exactly what it is, but um, it's a cloud buster. And a cloud buster was originally brought to the forefront of enterology, the science of energy, with Wilhelm Reich. And he's a doctor from Germany who came over to the States in the 50s. And he realized that the, the, the we, we, we talk about prana, chi, the life force, and Star Wars, it's made the force we be with you, uh, that type of thing. There's something out there that everybody who is into metaphysics understands that there's some force that's not electric, not a magnet, not gravity. There's some other force. And it was one of those things that people would call it different things, but nobody in the scientific world really was, if they were, they weren't telling us, um, you know, researching it, looking at it. But Wilhelm Reich ended up getting there, and he developed uh, devices in order to channel uh, organ. It's like electricity. We can't explain. You can't define electricity. I mean, you can't. But all we can do is say, there it is, and how do we use it? So we make wires, and we make capacitors, and we make motors, and all sorts of things that are using the electricity. Well, this is what was involved in creating the, particularly in this case, the cloudbuster that um, Wilhelm Reich had created. Now, using the organ, understanding organ, and understanding that organ will be attracted and travel through metal, and that if it hits something like a biological uh, material, like let's say cotton, it stops, and the cotton acts almost like a battery. The organ builds up in it. Based on that simple fact, he was able to build what were called uh, organ accumulator boxes. And they were like little cabinets that somebody could sit in. And it attracted the organ by uh, using metal and then having, like, uh, the cotton. Let's just say with the organic cotton, or not organic, biological cotton. So it's natural. It's a natural form of life. If you, so he puts that in there, and the organ builds up inside this box. And he was curing virtually every disease that was out there. So the FDA comes in and says, you stop 
right now, cease and desist. And Wilhelm, I suspect, gave him the middle finger. And so this went on for a little bit, but then they arrested him. They put him in jail, and a year later he was dead. They tried to destroy every single Oregon box, every single piece of paper that had anything to do with Wilhelm Reich, but they missed some. And that missed some was used by, you know, later scientists, enterologists, even though they didn't know that's what they were called, but they started looking at it again. And over the years, there have been many improvements, not only on uh, Wilhelm's work, but also others in the energy field, because the electronics have changed. So you've got a, a different kind of working with these different kinds of energy devices. In the case of the Cloudbuster, uh, Walt Silva had, had built Cloudbusters based on uh, Reich's, you know, <laughs> blueprints, basically, and had amazing effects. The concept of the Cloudbuster is that it acts like an artificially man-made conduit of communication between the Earth and the sky. Before electronics and all the telecommunications and crap that's out there, the sky and the earth used to be able to communicate. So when the earth needed more rain, the sky would have, you know, just, oh, come on, little cloudies, we're going to create a rainstorm here. And, you know, Mother Nature was completely balanced. Now, that's not to say that you didn't have weird things happening because it, it's very complicated, but in a given location, you know, like my yard, okay, that given location, that conduit between Earth and, and, and sky has been destroyed because of all the electromagnetic fields and things. So Walt now designed, you know, he's been improving on the designs of all of his, his all of this science with Shungite. So the eagle is actually a cloud buster, but that has been incredibly improved with the with, with with the shungite in it and the different mechanisms of of energy device that is now incorporated into the cloud buster so it's not just simply a conduit from the sky to the earth it is a major player in that what really really is the motivating energies in the eagle is human thought. You can program it. You can ask it to, can it rain tonight? You know, because I've got one in the yard. Can it rain tonight? You know, I, you know, we need some rain, and I don't want it being in the next, tomorrow morning because we've got things to do. And, you know, and, and ever since it's got here, <laughs> it does bump everything that I've asked it to do. So what happened was, it, okay, Walt has one. I've got one. There's one in Massachusetts, and now there's one that Yasmin has in California. And we realized that they, they connected. There's a grid system now. They're all much more powerful isn't the word energetic maybe better because power means you know, no, it's it's influence. Its ability to influence has become greater. Uh, I don't remember exactly what the original Cloudbusters range of, of you know, I think it was like four hundred miles but you can ask it only to work with like two miles. You can you can say, oh crap, we've got a hurricane coming to us. You know, I want you to expand out. I want you to buffer it so that, because 
it gets really complicated. You got questions of domain, you got questions of free will that are involved in this. We're very much aware of it. But anyway, we got this eagle system up. And so um, I want uh, Mark to talk about how Yasmin, how he got involved in it and why he got involved in it. And then those two can talk and explain where, how far we've come so far. And um, then get into something that Mark probably doesn't really know about yet. <laughs> right, Yasmin? The beach. <laughs> so. Oh, Mark, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, Mark, go for it. Just, you know, if you're comfortable with it. Okay. So, um, when I heard Walt and Nancy talk about the eagle, and then the many, of course, Shanghai devices at newparadigmtools.net, and on the Cosmic Reality Show every week, uh, Tuesday afternoon. Um, I'm always curious about uh, Walt's new um, creations. And so, especially with, with what's going on in the, in the West Coast, California, um, parts of the Midwest, of the drought that uh, I thought I'd try, try out the Eagle and bring it out here in the West Coast. Um, so I bought it and... Uh, brought it up to north of Sacramento only because I didn't have a proper um, place here, Silicon Valley, to to set it up outside and bury it in the ground as per Walt's recommendation. Um, so I brought it up to, to Yasmin's um, uh, where she lives and uh, she could probably tell more of the details of that, but uh, people can hear um, or read uh, what do you call it? more of the, de the details of, of the eagle at the new, new and I think Walt gives pretty regular updates at uh, the Say What show whenever he's on there and Cosmic Reality. But ever since then, I was a little impatient for it to, to start raining. And um, working with the eagle, I had to be more in alignment rather than efforting um, energy out. And Yasmin can pretty much detail that for us. And in the Facebook Shungat Reality Group, I'm very grateful that she gives us regular updates uh, of, of the results that are happening. So it's happening here, too, um, in the Bay Area uh, with, with the different cloud formations, and, and it's gotten colder sooner over here. And um, I think I pretty much covered most of it. I don't know. I'll pass it over to Yasmin. Yeah, so um, I, I guess, uh, Mark, you want me to kind of go over the technique that I use? and Because um, it was a little bit of a rough start for me as well. <laughs> yeah, you could go into the beginnings of, um, I know it's covered in the show when you were here last, but maybe a more updated version of when you first received it or beforehand or, or when... Even when you first started seeing Walt's creations, too, that, that could be a good start. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I had um, I had originally uh, bought one of uh, Walt's resonators, uh, the Roseheart resonator, and I had been working with that. So, uh, and of course, I had been listening to the Shungite show for a number of years. Um, I want to say maybe as early as 2016 or 2017. And um, 
became more active in the chat after um, Nancy came off of YouTube for uh, <laughs> unfortunate reasons. But um, anyway, so I had been working with Shungite a lot and um, the next step for me was to actually purchase one of Walt's resonators and it, you know, they're, they're not cheap. So um, I kind of held off on that, but as soon as I got it, I, I noticed it was like a whole other level of working with Shungite because obviously he puts it in there. I started taking it with me um, when I would go to stores and just leave it in my shopping cart and kind of just spread the energy in the store. Um, I noticed it did have a very calming effect on people around me. So um, that's kind of how I started working with Walt's devices. And then um, I was like incredibly grateful when <laughs> Mark, uh, you brought the Eagle up. Um, Cause I, as soon as I became aware of it, I'm like, oh, God, well, California <laughs> has got to have one of these. Um, so I just I I made a conscious decision to make a really nice, welcoming space for it, um, just to kind of honor its presence here and give it a good home. Um, and I've done a lot of intention work myself in the past and it, you know there's a lot of times there's a lot of pushing of your will to manifest something or at least that's how I used to work with the energy and right away I started to sense that that wasn't the right approach with the eagle um and also, you know, my my doubt creeped in a little bit, but I'm usually pretty good at overcoming that. So I just kind of eased off a little bit and um, just kind of connected with it, uh, got to know the eagle um, and just um, sort of going into, you know, whatever popped into my intuition and you know, it's a sentient being, everything on this planet is, and um, it was more of a softer, gosh, it's so hard to describe these things as Derek probably <laughs> can share, but um, it was more of a softer asking uh, partnership with the energy, and then um really working on calming myself down and getting my alignment correct and getting rid of the doubt. That was a big one. And um, kind of clearing out all the negative thoughts. Um, that was also a big one. Uh, rephrasing how I just kind of speak every day, um, you know, just to give a basic example, if, you know, there's something you want to buy and you can't afford it, you don't say, you know, I can't afford this. You just say, how can I afford this? 
and let the universe come back to you and show you the way. And so it was really refocusing my own energy. And then, um, then you just go to the Eagle. It's, I don't know if it's so much of an asking like Nancy does, but it's more like I think of the Eagle and then I think of the situation, which I would like to change. And I just, put my focus on there and the eagle will either do it or not. And most of the time I found as long as what I'm asking is for what I see, um, the benefit of everyone involved. Um, it seems to happen rather quickly. Um, we've gotten not a ton of rain here in California. Um, when I've worked with the Eagle, but certainly like a day or two at a time. And this is a time of year where, um, you know, my husband, he was just like, you're going to make it rain. Really? <laughs> this is August in California. We're in a drought. I'm like, no, nah, it, it's going to work. <laughs> and uh, so we are getting rain. We've gotten early snow in the mountains, which is fabulous. And um, I guess Nancy will um, share the breaking news about uh, what we've done on the California beach. So um, I'll turn it over. Well, I believe it was Saturday that somehow or another somebody said something about the oil break in California. I didn't know anything about it. We were doing a live show, uh, Say What Show, and it was myself and Dolly and, and Walt. And so because Walt and I have been at this since like before 2014, but after 2014, we really began to work on explaining what we were doing in real time. In other words, we sort of, we, we called cosmic reality, you know, a, a reality sci-fi because we would say, you suppose we can do this or suppose we can do that. And on live radio, we would just put out certain intentions. And then we began to understand the, the different mechanisms by enhancing those intentions the various energy devices that we were using, including the resonator and the resonator. Every, you know, Walt never, he keeps making things better. So the resonator eventually became the rose resonator, which is what I'm thinking that Yasmin has. And the, the rose resonator was uh, unbelievably, I mean, it really worked. <laughs> we did a lot with that, but we also had the turtle. We had different ways of we had uh pyramids and different shapes and you know different configurations in order to do this that and the other thing so there was a whole range of different enterology tools that we tested so i'm saying to you know walt you know well walt um pull out your pendulum because walt uses a pendulum to get a a clean reading he he doesn't even know what the question is he, he says all right you formulate the question in your mind and then he says you know when you say you're ready he, he just says uh what's the answer to nancy's question and it's only a yes or a no 
So it's like an objective energy device to be able to determine things without the operator even knowing what the question is and eliminating your own mental you know it's like Yasmin says we always have these little doubts that crop up in our mind and stuff you know the, 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 those oh, can we pot oh I don't know mm, yeah, you know um, because you don't want to look like a fool <laughs> but over the years we've just gone for it you know we just said Let's just throw it out there, you know, good, bad, and different. We're going to tell you what the, what happens so that we can begin to understand this stuff. So when he, I asked the question, um, and again in my head, you know, is it possible for the uh, energy grid that we've got, that's the eagles, all of them now connected, can they, can, is, is the eagle field, okay, that is continental United States now, sufficient enough to be able to uh, affect that particular area and yes yes it is and then the second question which I didn't I thought about it he answered it with a pendulum was okay can we do this with the eagle and yes okay so then we asked our listeners to think about the eagles and think about the the oil slick and and just see it gone just see it gone and so that was that was Saturday night, so I didn't have time to look at anything. I, you know, I've got this other job, <laughs> neighborhood activist <laughs> thing happening, and so I di- I didn't have time to look at it. But then last night, uh, in preparation for this show, I went, oh, oh, I got to check into that. And what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to just read what was in the New York Post. The New York Post. Okay, Huntington Beach, California, a Southern California beach that was closed more than a week ago because of a leak of crude oil from an undersea pipeline reopened on Monday far sooner than many expected. Huntington Beach City's state beaches reopened after officials said water quality tests revealed no detectable levels of oil-associated toxins in the ocean water. Early Monday morning, surfers bobbed in the waves and people walked along the shoreline, some with, some with dogs jumping and playing in the water. And I am going to say that this is because of the eagles and the people who played along with us and put their good intentions out there and boom, takes a little bit to get it going, but done deal. As soon as you put it out there, and do we need the eagles? Technically, no. But do we need the eagles to teach us? Yes. Yes. We didn't need the eagle system. We could have just done it. But by focusing on the eagle system that is now engaged very, very intricately with Gaia. Gaia's work in this system as well as we are. You know, so it, it's a it's a it's a working together of all of the elementals. I mean, you know, when when this happens, it's not just energetic magic. It can be, but more likely, it's a combination of energetic magic being the manipulation of energy, energetic magic. But it's also the elementals, all of the rest of life that's on the planet that engages with us. 
You know, we may not appreciate it, we may not recognize it, but you can't do any of this without a unification of energy. And I'm not going to get into this story, but it's it because it's so long. But we've seen this happen before, and we had the elementals all involved in it. But it still we couldn't get the system to go on until people started waking up and realizing there was a terrible problem in Colorado with one of their systems. And it was when human thought entered into it. Boom. Then it turned on. But just, it can go the other way. If you don't ask, if you don't ask every spiritual, good spiritual being out there to help you in these major, you know, situations, you're not going to have the kind of success that you have when you realize, no, it's so intricate. But we're all in this together. That's all you have to remember. We're all in this together. And if you put out a positive thought, it will associate itself, it will draw in because of the concept of resonance, other positive thoughts, even if they don't really know what they're doing. It's the love energy. You know, you just tap into it. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's like a, you know, an orchestra. And you're the conductor. So, anyway, um, so, what do you, Derek, what do, you th what do you think about that? You know, can you give us your reading on what, what transpired? Or is oh yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Of course, I come from the same understanding that we're all connected, and tools are used to help us enhance what we can already do, sort of thing. And no, I, that's a phenomenal energy tool. Um, two of them, actually, Yasmin and the Eagle together. So let's not let that be lost either. That the, she's she's let's say, I don't know, driving it kind of thing and then all of our energies or intentions or thoughts are helping fuel the energy behind it so yeah it's a it's a group deal and that's awesome that it's at somebody's um physical location like yasmin's so um like i said maybe that that person behind the wheel driving the bus of a whole lot of others um when you can trust to have good intentions and or if and then here's why i'm adding on to it um if we find ourselves and this is nothing to do with yasmin um find ourselves in a uh, a not positive feeling or energy at the time, then maybe not to use these tools sort of thing. So just something to think of on the, on the opposite as well. I uh, know it definitely had a fit. There's no way Nancy that the Eagle, and it didn't matter if it's an etheric Eagle or in this case, a physical one that Walt Silva actually built um, that it's going to have an effect. And that's been just not, the, not that we need to bring science into it, for, but it has been scientifically proven. Our thoughts, intentions, and feelings affect our physical reality. So it's not like that that, quote, science fact pauses for any reason when we're doing things like this. So it just is what it is. And when we get over that hurdle, as you guys were kind of alluding to earlier, just so you know, get over it, realize it, and move on with it, you're going to be a whole heck of a lot stronger, um, which is why it's it's – such a good thing that we're all using our intentions on it. I mean, it doesn't have to be the exact and one more add on I did want to add is um, we don't have to use the exact words. Um, so like I've often heard in some circles or understandings that you have to say it this way, that way with these specific words and blah, 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 blah. Well, how does that exactly work out when there's different languages? It doesn't, it's your intention that matters behind it, your intent. Um, so what I'm saying here is we can all, have different 
um, ways of describing it in our head or phrasing it to ourselves when we're trying to have an effect with these energy tools, but it's a greater intention or a positive feeling behind it, um, we say love, that's going to result. Um, so what I'm trying to say is basically we don't have to do it exactly like, and I'm kind of throwing this blanket wide, so we're moving it from just the eagle, but any energy device, I don't care if it's a pendulum or an orgone device or whatever, your overall intentions are the most important factor in it rather than the, the the actual words you say. And again, I know we've talked about it before, Nancy. Yes, words do matter. So I'm not saying they're, they're not. But when we're all, we're not around to where that eagle can hear us. So again, it's your overall um, frequency. But no, it's awesome to hear, especially when you guys get more into um, what's going on in Huntington Beach and that, because that's uh, my old stomping ground. It's where I grew up. I actually went to Huntington Beach High School. And I don't know, Nancy, did you want to, or Mark, um, did you guys want to get back into, I'm doing some videos, and before I, I know I just asked the question, but I'm doing videos kind of in the background here, um, muted on that crystal cluster that I'm going to upload, but that, I'm just kind of pre-warning you, meaning we don't have to jump into that right now, but I'm going to upload them for you. No, let, let, let's let's go to that, because it, it's it's the same, it's, it's again, it's another story about enterology, and uh, Derek, to, to explain this, where you got this again because it was like an odd place that you even got this oh yeah <clears throat> uh, and we have a photo for those that are in chat um on i'm actually trying to upload some others while i'm speaking here on this crystal cluster we're talking about so it was uh very very unique um actually a couple of customers came in and suggested i go and i'm actually gonna pause everything i'm doing so i can just chat with everybody um and go and look at it. I was actually told a couple times, Nancy, I didn't tell you this part of the story, but long story short, another individual in, in up here in um, northern Washington was having a rock and crystal uh, special, you know, uh, an, an event, we'll say. So he was selling the things. He had he set up as a vendor in his private spot um, in a local hotel. Several customers had wanted me to hook up with this individual before. His, I don't know, every six months or so he comes through here. Um, and I'm really busy, so I don't often, you know, get a chance to get out and, and check those things out. But I did this time after a couple customers, Nancy, what was it? Two days ago, I guess. Um, like I was telling Yasmin earlier, my days blend together, but whatever it was a couple days ago, um, a couple different customers came in. So you're really going to get my attention when that happens. Of course, you know, kind of smack me etherically a couple times and I, I might focus. Um, and that's what happened. So I then listened to my instincts as well, intuition. Um, and went over there and saw him, and I was led directly to this. It's probably, I don't know, I'm turning around to see, at least a foot long. And it's a just a huge cluster of what's called Lemurian quartz crystals, quartz crystal points. And they're really, really long ones. Um, I don't know. The, the tallest one coming off of there is probably near five inches long of an individual crystal on the cluster. And, again, there's many hundreds in there. Um and then, uh, I don't know, actually, Nancy, I'll let you get into the story about the light and whatnot um, while I upload this other video as well that we can talk about, if you want to do that. Yes, and I'm trying to do okay. this. Uh, I'm going to load up the photograph I have here of it, um, I think. Yes, here we go. Okay, so it's in chat now. This is the photograph that he took. Now, he's uh, talking to me on the phone, and he, he had sent me already um a picture of this 
and he had his hand there. So it's yes, it's a hugely large Lemurian. But he goes to take a close. He says, "I'm going to get a closer view of it." And he's juggling the phone, you know, talking to me and trying to get this, and plus, you know, getting an angle on it right. And so he goes, "Whoa!" There was there's a it just did this blue thing, and he, he I didn't I wasn't sure if he had taken a picture or not. And he says, "Wait until you see this," and he sends it to me. And here's this blue shaft of light. And if you if you uh, in the in the uh, chat room. If you just click on that picture, it's going to open up in a new window, and you're go it's going to be much bigger. You're going to be able to see it much better. So, um, and you can also, um, I think you can with this thing. I think there's, yes, yeah, if you put your uh, cursor on it, it turns into a, um, uh, like a plus sign, and you can make it even bigger. You can blow that sucker right up, but I've already blown it up. It's next to it. It's a, is a, um. A picture of it blown up, and you can see that this this blue light is inside the crystal on the edge of this one crystal. Um, if you look closely, you'll see another one has a slightly different. Uh, there's another one in here. I don't see it right off the bat when I was studying it earlier on my phone. Yeah, there's over to the right. There's some of the. You see some more of the blue, and there's one other crystal more over to the left, but I'm not seeing it. But um, as soon as I saw the blue, I went, oh, where have I seen that blue before? And he's talking to me, and I'm looking at this thing, and I don't remember right away, but I, I just kind of like started to get connected to the crystal and started getting download, and I saw the eagle. And I'm saying, okay, so this crystal, and this is called the Lemurian crystal, and we'll talk about what that means in a minute, but... Um, so I'm looking at this thing, and I'm going like, okay, this is some kind of a Lemurian. I said, this is like a control panel. And I said, it's, it's somehow connected to the eagle. And then I'm realizing, yes, it's, it's, it's actually somehow connected to the eagle, but <clears throat> not, it was weird. It was like, normally I can see energy lines, how the connections are. And I'm getting it's connected, but I don't see the energy lines. And you know directly to the to the eagle itself, and then all of a sudden I saw uh, a hunk. Of, I saw I see that this thing should be on a hunk of uh, shungite, and then as soon as the shungite came into my mind, I went, "Oh my God, that's the same color of that blue plasma ball that back in February of 2020 came out of the sky." And it exploded over the village of Shunga. Well, it was actually about 30 miles outside of Shunga. But right over the Shungite field, where we get our Shungite, right over it, this plasma ball. And it was that color. Then I realized, then I start getting a download. Okay, this is, uh, what was what was that plasma ball? Well, that plasma ball, when it hit the Shungite, it actually increased the energetics of the shungite by adding more to it that energy than even would been there before cosmic energy of a of a different uh, divine kind of thing uh, energy field it's just amazing and that's the same color so then i realized ah this thing is connecting to the shungite field and because the shungite field is connected to every piece of shungite that ever was 
the shungite in the eagles is what it's connecting to. And so the eagle system is getting an upgrade with this signal coming through. Of the, again, it's another inter, interaction of divine force, cosmic force, giving Gaia another field of energy. Because Gaia can have all the energy in the world, but if human beings don't understand how to engage with it, it really doesn't turn on. I mean, she can do all this, but there's a, some kind of a symbiotic relationship between humanity and Gaia. Gaia can go only as far as humanity can go. We can only go as far as Gaia goes. So you bring in another energy field and you turn it on, because that's obviously what happened, because Derek said this morning it, it's not on. He cannot see the blue in a room that the lighting has not changed. So, Derek, are you looking at it now? Has it got any any change to it? Yeah, that's funny because, <clears throat> excuse me, I just uploaded another photo in chat of one just from a moment ago. Of, and then there's a video, and I'm going to answer that in a second. If you click on the link, you'll actually download the video because I have a green laser pointer in my office here. And I pointed it at it, and it just just bedazzled the whole room, shot everywhere like a disco room, including the crystals. And you can't see that in the chat, but there is a video It'll take, you know, seconds to download. It's only a few seconds long. Um, but, I mean, I'm actually get up, so I walk over the crystal cluster. And, no. And so what, what Nancy, and I'm so glad you started actually describing everything, Nancy, because, of course, I shot right past the whole part about the blue crystal thing um, and tuning in when we were talking to Shungite, because, again, I'm in the moment and then walking out into something else. But, yeah, that was immediate when we started talking about that. And then the answer is, no, not right now. It's not on. But for those that were just listening a moment ago, meaning, um, how do I say? We're, Nancy mentioned I'm in a closed room, which means there's no windows to the outside, and it's the same lighting in here. So nothing has changed in this environment, other than invisible frequencies. So that's, um, and again, that turned on instantaneously. I guess it was yesterday, Nancy, wasn't it? when we were first doing this. We noticed the blue lights, um, which is kind of funny. It, it did it just in preempt of the Shungite reality show um, for us to bring it up on it kind of thing. <clears throat> I'm going to turn around and see. I'm trying to glance at it and see what's going on. There's a greenish in one of them. There's a green now. Well, wow, that's actually really interesting because it really shouldn't be holding on to the green color I shot at it. Now, I have no idea if anybody's actually downloaded that video that I was just talking about with the green laser pointer in there. Um, but one of the crystal points is has a green hue to it now so i don't know how it's exactly holding on to that but it definitely holds frequency um and something about a controller so we'll look more into that nancy i'll just i don't like doing this on the air usually but i'll just say um i'll acknowledge i'm having a, a chit chat in the background right now <clears throat> um with with a we'll just call it a guide <clears throat> um and they're adding in the, the fact that it's a controller so i'm gonna have to look into that Again, I have to go back and ask some more questions and, and see what's going on playing with it. But I was asking, literally while I'm sitting here chatting on live air, you know, well, why was it changing colors? You know, I need to explain that kind of thing. And, and so long story short, I'm hearing back, it's a controller. So I'm like, and then I get an image, a little video. I'm going to look at more into that and how to do it. But evidently, it's different crystals on there I'll be, I'll be connecting with and touching and different things. Um, don't know, it'll be interesting. So now it's actually a lot more exciting for me, too. Because I never know how these things are going to pan out or, or what type of energy device they are. 
or if I'm going to hear input, to be honest. Okay, the video is not, not uh, in, at least in my server, didn't open up. It opened up the audio part of it, but not the video. Let me try it again now. I just clicked on it, and it's a link directly under that new image I shared. Um, oh, because you don't have a certain codec. Okay, I won't get into all the techie part of it. Long story short, if you don't have the right, we'll just call them drivers on your computer, you're not going to be able to view it because I recorded it with a, an iPhone that likes to, you know, proprietary uh, just extensions. Shoot. Um, I'll figure it out. I can get a video. I can do screen captures and all that kind of stuff um, and get it up there. In fact, heck, I, I'll upload it to YouTube right now. We'll get links going in moments so people can see it because it is worth seeing. Um, especially once you get that green laser pointer on it. I'm doing it all right now while we're doing this, so it should be pretty quickly. <clears throat> so what I might have is a, okay, and we already did it, so green laser. And because it is so small, it shouldn't take long to uh, upload either and get it going. Well, Yasmin, so, what, Yasmin, tell me, what are you feeling off of this? Um... You know, I'm looking at the image. These these things actually, I mean, the little points, they, they kind of, when you, Derek said it was a controller, I mean, they look like little little levers to me. Um, I And I don't, and then you mentioned it being connected to the eagles. I, I don't know. It's hard to put into words, but it, it feels like, um, yeah, like, I don't know how Derek's going to work with this, but, you know, he can just maybe touch on one of the crystals and um, maybe it'll light up and maybe it's designed to program a specific eagle in a specific location for a specific problem. Because um, there's like so many crystals coming out of it, and um... yeah, that's a good point, um, Yasmin. And actually, I just so it is. Look in chat now for those that can. There's a link to the YouTube video, and you can see it with the green. And they're showing me it's each crystal can hold a different frequency, so it's in a, a, a it's not just for one frequency. So I'll tell it, it's uh, you. I guess an overall recipe. This cluster will hold different frequencies that when combined, again, I'll just have to use the food analogies, a recipe, so uh, a different thing. Because yes, you can work with ingredients, like right here in front of me, I'm hearing tapping. That's a little bar of silver, just pure silver, holding that for lots of reasons on 3D, antibacterial, antiviral, all sorts of stuff. Energetically, it's a good um, go-between or sink for your energy body and physical body. Silver, so the actual metal silver I'm talking about. That's why it's a good idea to have the jewelry, um, any silver jewelry, or this little silver bar in my hand, um, which is also why we tumble Shanghai in it. So it's a good merger between the physical and the non-physical um, realms. So kind of the same thing on that crystal cluster. It, I was wondering why I was led to do the green laser, and then also why one of the crystals held the green hue. So it's kind of like Nancy. And again, I'm going to make up this description as I go. It's, I'm adding, oh, always another oh. Um, initially, and I have yet to tell you this, was it wanted yesterday after we hung up, Nancy, I grabbed the 
or maybe you were on the phone, the very first piece of cosmic silver shungite that was ever tumbled. It's still right here. It's on my desk. I use it as an energy tool. Um, and I, it wanted to be, I, I just put it next to it. So they were sat next to each other for just a couple minutes yesterday. And then I walked back in my office. It drew my attention again and, and had me remove it. And then all of a sudden the green laser and then the blue and the blue, when we were talking about the shungite and the meteor and all of that, one of them lit up and then again, it asked for the green, got that. So it's almost like we're building a recipe or um, like boosting this device, it's like finishing it. So it's kind of like the, um, the container and then, and it'll be all of us. It's not just a me thing. Um, we'll be adding the energies to this to work with. So I don't know, we're going to figure it out as we go, but it's definitely holding frequencies look right now. See, now even one of them has is I don't know if you can hear me, um, a red hue to it or a, a magenta. So a, a deeper, darker red on it. And I have a moon. I'm still sitting in my seat at my desk, just talking on the, the podcast and turning around to see it. Um, so nothing's changed in this room. It's, even the curtains are shut, which only go into the outside store anyway. So there's not different, um, you know, levels of light coming in here. But no, we'll see as it goes. Did anybody, Nancy? Yasmin, Mark, did any of you actually get to see that green video I'm talking about? Yes, and, and I, 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 ju I paused it, and I took a screenshot of it that I just posted in chat. You got to okay. take a look at that picture. I'm back in chat now. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. that one front one, yeah, is interesting. Now, which of those, and of course, you know, when you see it live, it's green all over, but I just pushed the print screen and captured this image here, which is really very strange. The white one in the front is the one that stayed green. That's why is, That's why I wanted you to look at this. I was going to say, it's the opposite of what you maybe thought, but yeah, that's the one. That's And no, I didn't see that during it, by the way. I'm just in it with a laser, and then that one pulled in the green, and I don't know why it's flashing white right now on the, the image you captured. Um. But no, that's that's it. And, uh, okay, all right. I'm getting in my head. I'm getting that's the on-off switch. That crystal. Uh, that's actually, what came into my head. I'm actually walking over here now to see if I can identify that. Oh yeah, I can see which one it is. I was nervous. Let me get back over here where you can hear me. I was nervous because I thought, well, maybe, maybe I can't identify that one crystal. Oh no, you can tell which one it is. Um, and even though there's hundreds of them, the size, angle. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, all I can say is I'm going to, when I get a chance to slow down, oh. which will actually be tonight, I'll play with it. Okay, what, what I want to say to the podcast people that you can see these pictures if you go, okay, in the archives, we always, well, most of the time I have pictures on the shows that you can see what we're talking about. On the podcast, a lot of times you don't see you you can't see the picture unless you go to the description, and then there's a thing that says show photo. You click on that, and you'll see what we're talking about as far as the, the photographs. But just so you can get it into your head, this crystal cluster of Lemurian crystals, okay? He was flashing the laser on it, and it was all lit and lighting up in different ways. And when I took the print screen, you see a whole the front part of it all lit up in green but right in the middle of it is a crystal that's fairly large comparatively that is white and i mean it's it's a brilliant white it, if you look at white around in the other parts of the picture it's nothing like it it's like this brilliant white 
And that's the that's what we're talking about. I I don't know how to explain it any better. Um. So there you go. Interesting. Mark, what are you thinking? Is Mark with us? <laughs> yeah, they get the mute. Um, I'm having trouble accessing chat, so I um, only saw the picture. Um, okay. Yeah, it's on my on my com computer tablet, so they're having issues with the plug without keeping it on. Oh, bummer. So. Hey, yeah, so I. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm actually looking at that image of the white crystal. And I don't know, it looks like um like a feminine mother figure coming in to kind of looks like it has you know, arms to I don't know, I'm I'm getting a definite Gaia energy from it. Just looking at the picture. Okay, and there's more because I was just muted walking over by the crystal. And on that crystal, it does not look like it. I let me look back again. If if I'm looking at the right angle, it looks like it's probably the largest one there is, but you're not seeing it all in that photo, which is kind of odd. Um, it's probably three times as long as you're seeing in there. So I don't know what to tell you about that. I'm looking back at it now. It's just normal hue right now, um, but that crystal, it's I don't know. It's almost like there's a crystal in a crystal, and the inner crystal is the one that did that. Um, pulled the light. I'm, let me. I'm come back. I'm gonna light it up again right now and see. Yeah, it's it's just odd. It's really because there's nothing else behind. It's not like there's it's seated differently or anything. But yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's I'm gonna have some more fun with them and turn off the lights. And I have lots of different lasers and energy devices. Uh, <clears throat> actually, one of them, Nancy, you may remember from some time ago, but the experimental energy device. Um, I bought from a group of people that it actually picks up on orgone energy. So all the invisible stuff that you can't test anyway, this device does. Um, and we, I think we put it near Shungai, maybe some orgone devices. So it actually will respond on just a little, um, a dial on the device, kind of like a Geiger counter. Um, so just a little, um, oh, geez, I forget what it's called. But anyway, an indicator, we'll just call it. So it shows when and you can sit there and hold your hands up and fling the invisible energies, as I'm kind of joking about. Um, it's all legit, and you'll get responses from that as well um, on this device. So basically, it picks up the what we'll generally call etheric energies or orgone, um, and it will show that something's going on there. Um, and that's about all you can see. It's just like trying to pick up the wind. How are you going to measure the wind? You know, without and I understand there are different devices. You can the wind speeds this and the other, but when you can't see it, it's just. But you have to have a way of perceiving it. Like a flag blowing in the air <laughs> in the yeah, tunnel, yeah. flagpole. Um, all right, Lemurian crystals. What do you know about them? Because all right, I, I've had, I have some here Lemurian crystals, but I've never seen a Lemurian crystal cluster like this ever. It's obviously from Brazil. You, these these big pieces, you know, mostly come from Brazil, but I only know of Lemurian crystals coming from. Brazil. What do you know about them? I, I realize I don't really know that much. Uh, me either. No, me either. I'm not. I'm not an expert. I'd have to sit here and I could do it too. Um, bring it up and and just do, you know search it on the 
on the internet and see what it says. But no, I'm not. Well, okay, even forgetting whatever's on the internet, which is probably a good idea anyway. As far as using them, energy-wise, they're very useful. Um, and I've used different types from points to clusters like we're talking about now. Um, I don't have a... It, it's not going to make sense if I say more structured energy because, you know, what does that give you a visualization of? Not much. So it's... Okay, if I work with a Lemurian crystal, um, it's kind of like a water hose. So think your garden hose, that nozzle on the end, a standard crystal has more of the, the shower energy coming out, a little bit wider. The arc is longer, um, wider, you're, you're covering more things. The Lemurian, by default, it can always be adjusted, you know, if you reach up and turn the nozzle head, um, meaning use your imagination and intent, you can focus it. It is more of a, a pulsing and holds direction a little easier in the 3D. Now, of course, if you use your imagination, you can imagine another area of, ah, I don't know how to explain this. Let's say I want to work with you, Nancy, in Florida. I can hold the Lemurian crystal, imagine Florida in my head. And so just think a visualization pops up in front of your, your, your forehead kind of thing. Well, then that energy passes directly into that more succinctly or or easily is how I find it works. Um, and again, that's it's all perspective, so it depends on the 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 energy worker. I mean, same thing in basketball. You maybe somebody you know throws hoops a different way, but they still get the job done. So for me, it's more more structured, holds together more. Um, but I have no idea what they actually. Okay, put so out so would, would would it work to think in terms of an incandescent light that your old light bulbs versus a laser? Oh, interesting. Okay. That's not, that's good. There you go. That's even better. Yep. Turn it on the light rather than a directional one. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Lemurian, Lemurian crystal comes from Lemuria. What was Lemuria? I mean, my basic understanding is that it was a island nation kind of thing that uh, came just before Atlantis and there's some overlap of time, but that it supposedly just disappeared under the sea while many people say it didn't disappear under the sea it did one of those things where it went to a different vibration a different let's say level of existence so it's still in the in the earth framework but you can't see it because it's outside of our ability to see that's the way that i remember the story i'm not sure that it's that it's completely accurate certainly not detailed does anybody else got more than that? Yeah, Nancy, I I believe it has some ties to Mount Shasta. I've um, heard that too, yes. Yeah. And it, it's interesting. I actually have a big Lemurian crystal that I got from a gem guy in Brazil. Um, so uh, I'll have to start paying attention to mine, see if it <laughs> starts lighting up. <laughs> well, and just for people to understand, she's, you. how far away is Shasta from you? Not far, right? Not far. It's about five hours. Uh-huh. So you can see it. <laughs> um, yeah, actually from our back, um, back porch on a clear day, we, we actually can. Well, Oh, Shasta's a strange place. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah, many times. What, what, um, what's your feelings? 
Well, it, it's gotten a little bit um, touristy and commercial now, but um, my mom used to go there years ago for meditation workshops with um, somebody she used to know. And I want to say, a few, like back then, it was pretty, um, it was just a very peaceful place, uh, very, very soft feminine energy and of course there's a lot of vortexes up there um so it was just a good place to you know do a meditation workshop and release some of your baggage and (laughs) um so i i had gone up there a few times just to kind of take in uh the the natural area go on some hikes and um now it's become very popular because, you know, the waters are very clean up there. You can There's actually a place in the park where you can actually get fresh spring water uh, coming right out of the rocks. And that feeds down to the whole Sacramento River that gets, you know, huge. And, yes, I have dropped Shungite nuggets in that spot. <laughs> um didn't want to miss out on that opportunity and um just yeah just a really a great place great energy um it's it's getting popular though so it's starting to get a little crowded now and you're the you're the one that years ago went over to the political area where your seat of government is and you walked around you put shungite all over the place right Oh, absolutely. That was me. <laughs> that was one of the great stories. And I could never remember who was it. You know, it was a post on Facebook and it was just like, because that was when we were building the grid. And so there was a lot of posts, you know, people. And you can still sign up for the Shanghai grid. Um, Derek, you, you might. Want me, yeah. Put the, I, I say you might want to go to break first. And if you want, we can bring. Okay. Um, I was just going to say we'll go to break. But um, if you can find the link so that people can know what we're going you know what Perfect. we're talking about, and um, what I'm going to play is my Shungite "We the People." Three minutes.
movement of the people is coming. It's never gonna go away. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's October 12th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit, Mark Joseph, and Yasmin West. And um, at the end of the last show, or last hour, which I thought was really very interesting, I'm still staring at this crystal with a... I gotta tell you, it's like a goddess figure in it, to me. Um, but, like Yasmin said... Um, but we're going to talk about the uh, the Shungite grid. Uh, Derek, you back? And I'm back. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, you did you get the Shungite grid link up? I did. I got the link up there. So if anybody clicks on that link, and for those that are listening later and don't see these links, you can just go to mysticalwares.com, and then on the top of the web page, you'll see a drop down that says uh, Shungite FAQ. And then on there, there's another link for the grid. You'll see the Shungai Grid Project, where we have a video, and it says learn more. So basically, and I don't know if I've told you, Nancy, but I built a whole other web page on the Shungai Grid um, regarding it, some interviews, those articles Michael um, Dunn did some time ago, or the newsletters. So, yep, there's a page on there, and you can find it at mysticalwares.com if you're interested. Um, but it's shared. Gee, I didn't know that. <laughs> Nice. I did the same for, yeah, Shungai Beehives as well. Um, so it's kind of getting everything in the same area so it's easily found. So long story short, Shungai FAQ on mysticalwares.com has everything and anything anyone want to find regarding Shungai videos, links, and everything kind of goes out from there. Awesome. Um, <sighs> and then, yeah, so I don't know if you wanted to get into the grid or not. Um, or- yeah, 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 yeah. Um I do because I, you know, yes, we repeat ourselves on this show. Well, most of my shows I repeat myself in one way or another, but um, we got a lot more people who are just kind of new to the show, and so I don't mind. I don't think our listeners mind us repeating, you know, things that old timers know about. 
But the grid is very fascinating because Derek is the one that started it out, really. I mean, we were all making a grid because everybody that had the Shungite was connected. And this is this is strictly quantum physics that every piece of Shungite, because it comes from one place in the, in the, in the universe, um, is linked to it, to each other. On a, 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 on a, let's just say the quantum level, and that's called quantum entanglement. So anytime somebody works with shungite, they're adding their energy to shungite, and so it just it's a self-perpetuating buildup of energy. And Derek took a trip and he started throwing shungite out the window, <laughs> and that was the beginning of the shungite grid to knowingly put ourselves in a on a map that says, yes, Shungite's here, 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 and, you know, what is it, a hundred, uh, it was over a hundred thousand, I'm not sure where it is now, of entries of where Shungite is. Yeah, I'm actually checking right now, and I don't know, we will see. There's the grid map, and actually, you can, anybody can go on Google and just type in Shungite grid map, and it'll take you there. We're at 143,740 um Different viewers and or people have added spots on there. And um, and I've missed thousands of mine, um, but, you know, we don't need each one on there. It's it's awesome to see because, of course, many people, and I've, I've been told this as a customer's walking mystical wares, um, hey, I read about your Shanghai grid, I've added to it, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I just didn't add it to the map. And you don't have to add it to the map to have it, like, activate or something. You can just do it. It's just kind of really cool to see when you look at this map and I'm zooming around and right now, the entire planet is just covered. Pick your continent other than looks like Greenland. Um, nope. Somebody make a trip to Greenland, please. And throw some Shungite there for us. That's the only place it doesn't have it. Go anywhere else and it is just just peppered with Shungite nuggets. Um, actually, I'm seeing some new ones too. I don't know where this one is. Oh, Russia. Okay. And they link to the Russian government. I don't know what that's all about, Nancy, but I just found one in Russia, a new one. Somebody took the time to highlight the points as well. Well, the yeah. <clears throat> Shungite Reality Book, the huh? one that I wrote with uh, in collaboration with Derek and Walt, that book's been translated into Russian. Mm-hmm. And the books, you know, we sent a bunch of them to Russia. Um, but because it was so difficult to get the books to Russia in a 3D way that I just, um, you know, with, in collaboration with, with other people said, let's just give it to the Russians free. I mean, they've given us a gift that, you know, Russia has given us a gift. used to be Finland, but after World War II, it became a Russian province. Um, but the, the concept of the grid is that everything is connected to everything, like we were talking earlier. And when you knowingly do it, when you knowingly go on that map and you put it in there, it's another connection between you, Shungite, and all the other people that have Shungite. You know, it's like we have a family, a group of people who are affiliated because they've put themselves on that map. And none of us know each other for the most part. We're just a family of people who are doing a simple thing. You know, connecting it uh, through a mineral to each other. It's fascinating. I mean, those are where the major changes, I think, are coming in uh, in, in humanity. 
is these connections for not just Shanghai, but for anything that you happen to be connecting with people over. It's it's a, it's a good time to be alive, even though it looks like a bad time, in my opinion. So, is Mark going to say anything? Yasmin, you got anything to say? You want to tell people? Or I wanted to ask you, Yasmin. Okay, so you went to this area and you started putting it around. But where is this area? What's the city? Oh, so, well, <laughs> I put Shungite everywhere. Um but uh, yeah, Mount Shasta, it's actually a volcano. Um, and um, it's a little bit confusing if you look on the map because there is a Shasta city, which is close to Redding, California. But that's actually quite a ways away from Mount Shasta, which is further up I-5. So almost pretty close to the Oregon border. So. Well, we've connected, Yasmin, because I'm all around Mount Shasta. Of course, I drive from Washington State down through that area. So, yeah, your part of your Shanghai grid is connected into mine and other people's as well. So, no, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, so that whole area is um, shanghai out. Yeah, and I what was interesting was I remember when you were making your trip, I think it was right around after the Paradise Fires, um, you had you had mentioned, and you weren't telling anyone, you were just planting your grid down I-5. And um, that was the same time when I just got the urge to surround um, the town of Paradise with Shungite grids. Um, so I, I thought that was really neat that, you know, I must have been tuning into what you were doing at, at the same time. So... Oh, absolutely. That's how it's the same thing. And um, the whole quantum entanglement thing where if, if even they can fall to the level to where if an invention or way of doing things needs to come to a society or a people to help them maybe expand into the next stage, it'll come through many individuals um, at, at the same time. So then, you know, that's why whatever can be the match or something can be invented multiple times in the same, um, you know, same time frame, I guess we'll say. Because that info or understanding is going to come through. Someone's going to listen. And in this case, it's, and again, it's not just you and I. It's going to be others as well. We're all paying attention, connecting, and, and knowing that it does. In fact, I was just kind of muted here behind the scenes. So because um, Jalissa showed up early in, you know, preempt to our, our next podcast. And we were just chatting. Um, Shungai, we were just joking about it, is one of the, you know, what other product is there that you buy, you spend money or energy on, and you throw it out your window, you throw it into the water, you, t- you, and it's gifting away, of course. So it's kind of just funny to see it from that perspective. Um, but how cool it is and what a good feeling to expand the Shanghai grid um, by doing something like that. It's just contrary to everything else in this reality where you got to buy, you got to hold on, you got to stockpile. No, purchase these little love rocks, spread them out and gift them away. And they're going to be a whole lot stronger. But so they never kinda, go ooh. away and they never yeah, go exactly. away. You know, yep. by by giving them away, you are also attached to the where you put them. You know, your energy is is is. In, I mean, that's the beauty of it. You know, energy is like glue; it sticks to you. It sticks to the shungite. It sticks to you know everything. So, 
Yep, absolutely. Mark, did you? I want to. I want to ask Mark because he always has great questions, comments. Give you a chance to chime in here. Did you have something you want to ask Yasmin or us or a topic you want to bring up? Or Yas um, Yasmin, did you just have something? Because Yasmin's mic went off. Did you have something to say? Yeah. Yeah, I I just want to say that it was just an an amazing experience and a great point in my life when I was working on that grid. And yeah, I should probably get back to it when I travel. <laughs> but um, I remember when I went to go surround the the state capital in California. And I, I had this huge bag of nuggets and I just remember like everybody I came into contact with, they were so calm and happy. And, you know, there was a group of people, they wanted their picture taken and, you know, it was, it definitely does affect the energy of everyone who comes in contact with it. And, um, you know, I, I know our state isn't in the ideal situation right now, but those those nuggets are still there, and I've got the capital surrounded on three points. So um, at some point, I, I have faith that that's going to come online as well. Well, that's I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do now to tie into all that we're doing from this moment on. And I've already implemented in the background here, literally while you were just speaking, Yasmin. Anyone that places an online order, and I don't care if it's a $5 rock you're buying, type in in the um, your order notes the term Shungite Grid, and we're going to send you a free baggie of Shungite Nuggets. So anybody listening can then expand it into the Shungite Grid. Um, and I don't know, it's probably a $12 or $15 bag of Shungite Nuggets. Again, any order for anything, and um, and we'll tie those into your order for you as well. They have a whole so lot more so, so all they have to do is put in the coupon code and put Shungite Grid? Nope. Don't even do the coupon code. Take advantage of that coupon code box for a coupon code. Save some money as well. So, yes, stack these discounts. Um, we got love. Lots of it to go around. So, meaning put save 10 in there. Save your 10% off whatever you just bought as well. And then in order notes, whole separate section, and people will see it. Just type in Shungai Grid, Grid Project, anything resembling that. And I'm going to have a chat with everybody later on. Uh, we're just going to toss in the free nuggets. Um, so that's going to happen as well. So that way you can, again, stack those promos. And, by the way, we don't usually talk about it, but just by default, anybody that spends $100 in the online store gets a free bag of Shungai Granular Powder anyway. And we've always done that. We just don't usually talk about it. So you can Shungai, and I'm, I'm mentioning that because you can expand the Shungai grid with Shungai powder as well. You don't need huge nuggets. It's not a volume thing. So literally go to the dollar store. If there's such a place around you or whatever, get an old salt shaker, fill that little guy with Shungai um, powder and then drive around, walk around on it, walk your dog in the neighborhood, sprinkle a little bit. That's how you can do it as well. And it's going to go real far that way. And good let the the weather the rain wash those granular um, particles here there and wherever into the sewer system all the better so that's just a suggestion and way to do that and to help that out again we'll we'll keep those promos going it's very generous of you derek well it's generous but it's also smart <laughs> you know get that energy out there absolutely okay so we interrupted mark um but thank you for that yasmin Mark, do you remember where you were going? Um, I can 
start all anywhere, all over the place. Um, I, I guess following up, there's a really good um, uh, California, uh, what is it called, current events website I follow regularly to keep up on changes here. So CaliforniaGlobe.com, they have a good one from, I think it was reported a day ago. Orange County beaches open sooner than expected Monday following oil spill. And that the testing for toxins in the water is expected to continue for several months. I was wondering if Yasmin can, um, I don't know if you want to go off on the beach thing now or, or later on, because I can ask other questions. Um, sure, we can talk about that some more. Cool. All right. Um, so did the Eagle have anything to do with the uh, reduction of the oil in um, near the beach? Um, I I would say yes. <laughs> I mean yeah, we we, uh-huh. we put our we put our necks out there and said we were gonna do it and it, it definitely happened. Mark, did you did you miss the discussion we had about this earlier in the show? <laughs> um, I just wanted to tie it into the headline here, but as far as orange, because I didn't know how far the um, the oil spill went. Was it just Southern California, or did it actually come up to Northern? Especially, I mean, there is. Walt did talk about an eagle. I'm not sure uh, that's in Southern California, and I didn't know how. Um, what do you call it, how Shungite influence it is. So I might have missed that part about if it went into Northern California territory, not just the uh, Southern California. I don't know that answer. Do you know that answer, Yasmin? Where's Huntington Beach? Derek, where's that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, it's Southern California. So I'm not sure. So four hours from Mexico, um, down southern, southern. And I don't know the limits of where the oil spill went. And actually, most of my family's still in Huntington Beach, and they haven't communicated anything to me regarding this. Yeah, I think it, was, oh. it wasn't mm-hmm. the whole state. It was in that one area. Oh, no. It's just Orange County. Yeah, so no. Small. A matter of miles. I think it was like nine miles or something like that. Of coastline. Okay, so I, I have some details on that. Um, Huntington, these are the beaches. Huntington, Newport, Laguna, uh, and northern Orange County uh, reopened Monday following over a week of being closed off to the public due to OSPA last week, which happened, let me see, I think it was October 2nd, uh, the ship's anchor striking the pipeline. Uh, full-blown, full-blown oil spill on October 3rd. Um yeah, so it's that California Globe article people can read up on. It's from the 11th. So uh, as far as uh, questions for Yasmin, I um, wanted to go back to, because you pretty much did like a Eagle blog on the Shungite Reality uh, group, Facebook group. And so one of them was was the the fires of where, I mean, it's seems like there's, mo- there's a bunch of arsonists uh, setting fires up up north, north of California, and, and the eagle was putting those out. I think you noted that in one of your posts. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So it, it wasn't like um, the eagle fighting against the arsonists. It was more just putting out the fires. It, it almost seemed like, like uh, I don't know, maybe you can describe that patterning that was going on there. 
Sure. Um, so, and at this point, it just seems like <laughs> I, I feel like it's just an energy that we're kind of working against, but, um, you know, I, I'm just kind of getting in tune with the energy of the eagle and um, kind of seeing how it wants this to all play out. But definitely, um, so originally there was a fire that started um, on uh, the area of Mount Shasta. And I think, I think, um, I can't remember if you had brought me the eagle at that point or not, Mark. Um, but uh, if not, I must have used an etheric double to put that one out. Because um, that one actually happened quite early in the year. But um, then the Dixie fire started. They definitely confirmed that that was arson and um, it it was almost close to 1 million acres, at which point um, you had definitely brought the eagle. I had been working with it and trying to kind of fine-tune it. Fine-tune me is <laughs> probably more accurate because um, that's what was needed. And then it actually did start absolutely pouring rain. And I know this because, well, it, it rained in our area where we live in Lincoln. But then my mom, who's living up near Paradise, which is much closer to the Dixie Fire, she said it was absolutely pouring rain up there. Um, and then and then we had some rainfall on the Caldor Fire, which is uh, further east over by the South Lake Tahoe area. Um, we had some interesting things happen with that fire where it, it actually missed the town and kind of jumped in a different direction. Um, but then we definitely had fire up there or, uh, rain up there to help with that. And now we're getting snowfall up there, which is pretty amazing, um, Usually the ski resorts, they're not open this time of year. Yeah, it's, they're hoping to be open in November. So um, that's, that's super awesome right now is that we're getting early snow. Because for those that aren't from California, and um, even if you're in Southern California, you might not know this, but we kind of rely on that snowpack up in the mountains for our water to take us through the entire year so but it's it's raining all over um I've I have a friend that lives in Berkeley and you know I I kind of told her what I'm up to and I I shared a link to um the last show I was on and she she'll check in with me with a text message she's like hmm it's raining again there was no forecast and uh was that you <laughs> And I, you know, I say, yep, yeah, that was me. Um, so we're we're getting like little spots and pockets of rain, and you know, it's not like a torrential downpour to put everything out and solve our problems. And I'm just trusting that there's a reason for that. 
maybe maybe we need to fight a little. You know, maybe this we can't just make it easy for everyone here. So um, so they can become a little bit more aware. And so I'm I'm trusting the eagle and Gaia on their timeline as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so uh, one of the Radio 5G shows uh, was Thomas Sheridan. He mentioned that clouds is, are kind of a reflection of consciousness. So I, I noticed a, a, a big difference in, in cloud patterning before and after the eagle. Obviously, um, you know, because you got the eagle late August, and I think it was three days after, right after um, you had it, the smoke had cleared. Um, but in regard regards to the clouds, um, they look more natural now. And then, like, one day would be totally clear, like cloudless sky. And then the next day, it would have almost storm clouds. So it's, it's – this month's been not just colder, but, you know, there's a lot of activity. Uh, so what do you make of that as far as um, the before and after the eagle of, of, of uh, cloud changes, the, the, the shapes of them? you know, feeling more natural. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that as well. Um, like for many years now, we've summer, there's absolutely not, no clouds in the sky, hardly at all. And certainly not dark rain clouds. And, um, but we usually, um, we were getting before kind of like those streaking clouds that, you know, that, probably has something to do with um, whatever they're dropping on us. <laughs> but I've noticed a lot of that has gone and um, a lot more natural, puffy, uh, cotton ball-y type of clouds in the sky. And um, it, it does seem from, from what I'm seeing is that at our house, it'll be... It'll be, you know, gorgeous for a few days, um, you know, clear blue skies. And then, you know, maybe some another fire starts or um, something gets burned off again. And I'll notice the smoke drifting in and then they'll uh, clouds will start forming again and just give us like a little light rain. Um, doesn't always happen where we are, but sometimes it'll happen further north. And um, so it. I, I feel like the Eagles kind of helping to kind of keep things at bay, but not do all the work for us. <laughs> um, Cause I mean, everybody on this podcast, I mean, we're, we're aware and we, we can, you know, make this happen, but I, I think other people need to realize that as well. And that's it's kind of a tool to teach us. There's something else at play, and that's that, um, especially mine, mine's been programmed just enough. Because if you try to make enough rain to put out a fire quickly, you could cause mudslides and other things that are happening that you don't have any control over because you're not Gaia, you're not the rain, you're not, you know. So... When it, when I work with it, you know, I always specify just enough, just enough, you know, to do what needs to be done, not to go hog wild trying to be, you know, God or the weatherman. Um, and I have to I have to throw this out that 
people people next door to me were putting tar on their roof, I suspect, because there was this terrible tar smell. And I'm, I walk outside, and I was like, ooh, this is bad. And so I, I said to the eagle, I said, can you... Uh, can you get rid of this smell in the air? Now, that was kind of an open-ended, can you get rid of the smell in the air? Okay, a couple minutes later, it started pouring. <laughs> you know, just enough to make those That's roofers great. stop. I felt so bad about it. I didn't want the roofers to have to lose time, you know, doing this, but we never smelt the tar again. And I'm telling you, it was minutes. And it was just... <laughs> You know, and I don't think it lasted five minutes. So, you know, you have to be kind of like, that's what, that's why I, you know, people will say for the best of all, and, and that, you know, putting those caveats on it. I try to, you know, do, work with Gaia, you know, and, 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 you know, Gaia, only, only with your, you know, permission can we do this. But I do think that, <laughs> as strange as it sounds, well, as strange as it sounds is the sentience of behind behind these devices and I'm not sure it's each device has its own sentience it might be the sentience of Gaia I don't know but there's definitely a sentience there that has a sense of humor <laughs> okay I can do this <laughs> no it's funny stuff definitely <laughs> and it does work fast sometimes I've, I've experienced that as well where I, I just kind of connected with it had a thought and it just like instantly sprinkled on me a little bit as if to acknowledge me. So it's, um, yeah. Well, I've told this story before. I, I had some friends over and they're in the, you know, under the awning, but at the, at the table and, um, I walk out the door and it's raining. I said, it's raining. And it surprised me, you know, because I had asked the eagle not to have it rain because we were having a party and they said, yes. And so I turned around and I said, eagle, it's not supposed to be raining. And I mean, boom, that fast it stopped raining. <laughs> and I, it surprised me, you know, it was like, whoa, huh, that was pretty good. I said to the guests, I said, anybody else see that? And they're going like, yes. <laughs> you know, so like I say, a sense of humor. <laughs> it goes beyond just making the clouds come in and rain, you know, it's like, oh, we can have fun with this. And we all should understand that, that we can have fun with this. You know, don't take ourselves too seriously and, and, you know, realize that we're, we're just babes in the woods learning how, how to navigate. So, you know, it's interesting, Nancy, that you should say that because I, I find that that sort of lighthearted, playful energy is the exact, um, feeling you need to be in to make a lot of these powerful manifestations happen. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you go into things with trepidation or, oh, my God, help me, you know, that type of thing, um, it's much less effective if you go in like, oh, my God, I'm in this world of crap here. Can you give me a hand? <laughs> you know, it's it's like you, you, you've got to be the center of kind of like the, the, the way that things happen. You know, does it happen with oh, all this drama, or do you go through life with, you know, a sense of joy and a sense of, like, oh, crap, you know, knowing that you can get out of anything because you've got, you know, God behind you. 
And, you know, whatever your God is, you know, Gaia, the Jinn, the angels, I mean, there's so many beings out there, the Sasquatch, that will are always there to help us. And if we just reach out and say, you know, help me here, you know, they they do it. And it, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I, you know, I used to kind of harp on it, you know, don't, the, the how, you know, how can I, how can I get out of here? You know, this statement of how can I get out of here? You, it's an acceptance that I can get out of here, but how can I get out of here? And when you put out a question to the, to the universe, the universe responds with an answer. Well, all you have to do is turn around and go up that hill. Oh, thank you very much. You know, um, but it was because if you just, it, it, it just is a way of, it seems to work better than other ways. You know what I'm saying, Yasmin? Yeah, definitely. Because there's there's definitely a form of release that needs to occur. Um, you know, you you obviously you you narrow it, you focus that intention, but um, then you just you have to let it go and not be so attached to the results. And that playful energy kind of helps facilitate that. That's what I found. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mark, what else? Or Derek, either of you. Um, I wanted to bring up, um, let me see. Oh, the results, the differences of results with the, um, you know, the physical eagle versus the astral double of, of the eagle. Because um, I know I read some of the reports in the Facebook group, and then it would, to me it seems scattered and, and here and there as opposed to now it has more of a broad um, effect. I don't know if you can go into detail of that. Um, sure. I, well, definitely having the physical eagle for me is much more effective. Um, now I, I don't think that necessarily needs to be a limitation for anyone else, but when I was working with the etheric devil, I think it was easier for some of that doubt to creep in and you know in my mind you know even though I was trying not to have these thoughts if I'm honest about it it's like okay well I'm I'm just working with a picture of something I I don't even have the shungite device here with me Um, so I mean even though I did have somewhat of an effect um, it definitely wasn't as powerful, as quick, as deliberate as it is now. Well, the other thing is, is that you can, I don't know about you, but if you walk up to the, to the eagle, you can see the energy coming off of those uh, copper tubes. So I call it second sighting. You just kind of like, you know, tone down your focus and you'll see a shimmering energy. And when I saw it, I had, my yard guy was here, and uh, he doesn't know. I, I don't. He's Haitian. I don't know. I, and we've never much. Well, after that, we started talking more energy. But I just set it up, and I said to him, "Hey, come here, killer. Come here, come here." I said, "Put your hand over those copper pipes." Now he didn't know what it was or anything. Put his hand over there, and immediately went, "Oh my God!" You know, he said, "What is that?" He felt the energy. 
So when you've got when you've got a power device like that, you know it's much easier to believe it. When you get near it, you feel it. You, and it's 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 a, I'm just assuming that most of them are, are the same basic energy of just this. Well, see, these have nectar in them too. And nectar is an energy that is a long story, but it nectar is this very uh, blissful kind of energy. You just feel good in it. And so that's the sort of a, a signature of the eagle compared to other, um, you know, cloudbusters. Well, it's the only one that can put nectar in a cloudbuster. And because he's got it. <laughs> I've got it too, but he doesn't. I haven't given you any, Derek. When you slow down, I'm going to send you some nectar so you can see this stuff. It's pretty amazing. So when you've got the, the physical device there in front of you, it's easier to see it because you can feel it. You're interacting with it. The etheric, it's, it's we talk about the etheric uh, being, you know, a, an etheric double, an energy double of the, of the eagles. What I think people kind of miss in doing this is that, because we tell them you can do it with these pictures and you put the picture, you know, you, you, you take the, the I have to, it's a long story, but etherically, think of, you've got pictures, you look at the picture, you can pick out, you know, you got different versions of it, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Miami, California. You look at the, one of those pictures and you say, okay, this is the one closest to me. I'm going to tune into it. Why closest to you? Because it's a sense of um, dominion. You know, you have to be sort of like in an area that is your dominion, that you can affect. We're, we can't just go around affecting other people's dominions. It, it, with Shanghai, when, when you're working with these devices, they've been programmed that way. So... You take the one, you get a picture of it, and you can have the physical picture, or you can just take any kind of a, preferably shungite, but there's other minerals, any kind of a, of a totem, a, a, an eagle, a, you know, something like that, just a rock, any energy device you want. And what you do is you take that, like Derek sells these little energy devices that are one little pipe. It's a little, oh, I mean, comparatively, it's nothing compared to the, physically to uh the cloudbuster but these are in fact exactly what we're using it's just in a much smaller scale and you can imagine over overview the eagle with this device and so now you've got the device that is like a 3d focus point for working with the eagle does that make sense jasmine Yes, absolutely. And yeah, it, when I actually did get the physical device, I, that's when things really started. Like I could feel it. I When I held the tubes, I, I just felt like an instant grounding. Um, that's when the images of the ley lines came up, that they were all connected. Um, it just it was a whole new level once I had the physical device and it, it just, it just helps with our focus. I think. I don't know what Dolly's talking about in the chat. <laughs> I'm not going to try even try to answer it. Nobody was working with the devil. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, I, I got to get this chat off. I cannot look at chat and stay with the conversation. <laughs> I'm so bad. Um, yes, I, I totally understand that, that, you know, it's difficult to work with an etheric image, but if you substitute the actual eagle with something that you're saying, this is my eagle here, and the energy of the local eagle is in this, and I can, you know, use it to uh, affect my immediate surroundings, you know. Um, I don't know how far it would extend, but I think it would probably extend as far as it needs to, the field of, of influence. Yeah, and just having something physical helps to, um, you know, I guess you would call it like an anchor, you know, you're, you're yeah. something you can touch. Yep, yep, yep. So anybody, and, and you know, there's other ways of doing it. We, we're not giving you the absolute blueprint. We're just saying, well, this seems to work. But, you know, you go with your intuition, what you feel, you know, works for you. Because they are expensive. The you know there's there's a lot of material that goes into these uh, these cloudbusters, and that's why we try to make people. Now you can go to uh, to to Walt's website, newparadigmtools.net, and he has uh, more of a description of it. You see another picture of it, and you can buy it from him. But again, it's expensive and. Um, you know, in this day and age, you never know. So we want to give you, from an energy standpoint, an alternative way of operating. And it really depends on how much focus you want to put into that project to make it work for you. Uh, I'm not saying you didn't have enough energy in it, Yasmin. I'm just saying that, you know, it, all of this stuff, you, you've got to engage with it. We can tell you how to do it, but if you don't do it, well, you didn't do it. That's, you know too bad because it's normally a good thing to do because it's fun <laughs> you find things out like oh wow did that did i do that <laughs> yeah maybe i did <laughs> it's a blast <laughs> <laughs> when you know when you know you affected something that big you're like wow <laughs> kind of blows your mind well it was like the when back in 16 when when the uh Colorado situation occurred and what would happen when they were trying to clean out a mine of all the pollutants that they put in these mines and the engineer, one of the engineers told them that, that much pressure is going to blow the mine oh yeah yeah go sit in the corner and so they did it and it blew the mine and so you had millions and millions of tons of this heavy metals all this crap that was in those mines just pouring out of the side of this mountain uh, it was like a a, a Oh, like a canyon. The river was on the bottom, and there was like a canyon. And the side of the mine just blew out, and it's just pouring out this garbage into the into the river. And so we got contacted. Somebody was living on the Amethy River that's just right there, the one that was being polluted that goes into the Colorado. And they're, they're saying, you know, can anybody help? And so people sent them to me, and, and I got Walt, and we said, well, can we do this? It took I, I think it took four hours. We recorded the whole thing. You know, what do we do with this, you know? and um, But we went out, and I, and I played, you know, the clip where we because, we, I mean, we talked about a lot of things to try and figure out what to do to begin with. And then when we finally settled on what we were going to do, that clip I played on uh, on the radio. 
And this was like, I think it was the next day. And uh, the reports were from the next day already were, were like, yeah, there's a change. By the second day, there was no color in the water at all. There was a slight sludgy thing in the, the authorities. Who, and, and we had this person that was right there talking to the people that were right on the ground that were the people that trying to stop something that all of a sudden stopped itself. Um, they couldn't explain what happened. You had rivers that were orange for miles and miles and miles. And the threat was that three states in the Navajo Nation would lose their water supply. Uh, it was a, it was a horrendous horrendous thing, and big. I mean, very very big, and yet within you know a matter of hours of us enacting this procedure that we did to clean up this thing, just like that happened in the oil slick there. Um, when we did that, it was, it was so fast that but nobody could explain where it went. At first they thought, well, it went to the bottom. It fell to the bottom. It fell to the bottom in a churning river? I don't think so, you know. And um, so uh, Linda Linda Morse, who was over there doing this with us, she was also putting in some um, energy uh, from the crop circles, crop circle energies. She had the turtle. We fast-tracked a turtle to her. She threw, she threw it in the river. And then once all that was done, the actual there was a slight tinge of like metal like orange stuff at the bottom and the mud and stuff and that that cleared now if you go and you check that same situation right now you're going to find out that there's pollution in the water because they never cleaned up the mines the same situation is happening we clear we cleaned up the disaster but they still so you'll still see that they've got a problem there and probably we should go back there and do another you know upgrade of you know since we left since we did that in 16 but it's uh you know nobody lost their water supply the states are still there uh it's it's fascinating it's fascinating to challenge it can we do this can we do that and just see you know if you can't imagine it it's certainly not going to happen so um derek have you left yet yeah, I think Derek had to leave to get ready for the next show. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. I have, yeah, I've got something in front of the the message there. Um, Mark, what else we got? A bunch of stuff. So let me see. Oh, I wanted to ask uh, Yasmin. Um, so compared to previous years, let's say um, starting with, with um, the last year and the year before, uh, the snow tourism starting. So what's the projection for this year compared to last year and the year before that? Uh, you know what? I haven't even looked at that, but that um, that would definitely be a good um, barometer to look at some of the projections that the ski resorts have. Um, I I would think they'd actually be open now because um, they also have snow mo- uh, snow making machines when they have not too much snow. And they actually turned on that equipment during the fires to help combat some of the fires. Um, but that would definitely be a good indication. I, I know previous years, it, it's usually 
not until November that they open the ski resorts because they want to get their revenue in for um, Thanksgiving Day holiday is usually a big a big ski day for them and also over Christmas. But there have been years when they couldn't open. They simply didn't have enough rainfall or snow, even with their machines. Okay. I mean, we, we have the best snow machine, obviously. But um, so you posted a cool picture in the Facebook group. Uh, you put the Hopono resonator in, in the eagle, um, you know, the, the circling pipes. Um, can, you, can you tell that story? Yeah, that was uh, Walt had actually made a comment to connect the resonator with the eagle. And, you know, I, I'm sure he meant, you know, just using my mind. But I'm like, well, heck, why don't I just put it in there? <laughs> and um, definitely, um, I, I don't believe it needs to be there, but I've just left it there for now um, until things kind of start to simmer down a little bit here in California. And, um that was, uh, the bee certainly approved. <laughs> so this uh, past Saturday, um, my husband and I, we were working in the garden and getting ready for planting our fall vegetables. And um, there was a bee there that was sitting on, you know, some of my celery. And so I just, um, he didn't seem to be moving too well. So you know, I remember from other Shungite shows that uh, you can help the bees by just, you know, putting them next to a piece of Shungite. And so I'm like, well, you know, maybe he wants to be by the resonator and the eagle. And, you know, that would be a good spot because I, I actually have um, Shungite powder. I, I do garden with it. And so when I'm uh, putting transplanting in, new plants, I'll, I'll sprinkle a little bit of the powder, but I don't actually have nuggets. Um, we just moved here, uh, about a year ago. So I, I don't have my garden all set up yet, but, um, I had, uh, the device there. And so I just, you know, broke off the leaf and, uh, carried him over there and he had no desire whatsoever to leave. <laughs> and, um, he, he sat there for quite a while, just uh, absorbing the energy of the eagle and the resonator. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so Sam in the, in the chat room was talking about the eagle removing microplastics, but um, how has it been as far as expanding it it's, uh, aside from the oil spill? But I mean, things like the mandates and then uh, the, the kind of um, tension that's going on in the air you know, with each passing, with passing time. But what's your view on that as far as removing other chemicals or like frequencies, things in general? Um, so I haven't really tapped into the chemical aspect of it yet, but definitely with frequencies, there's, there's been a huge shift. Um, like obviously my employer, um, you know, they were kind of, you know, they're trying to keep their doors open. So um, there was discussion of, you know, 
some of our staff having to get the vaccine. Um, but my, uh, my boss who I talked to, he's like, you know what? Um, it doesn't matter who has chosen to get the shot or not. Our top management, they, they don't want to force this on anyone. So we're going to do whatever we can to work around it. And I, I noticed, you know, just going to stores and, you know, people are just sort of like, okay, whatever. Everybody just do their own thing. (laughs) You know, if you feel like you need to get a shot, get a shot. If you feel like you need to wear a mask, wear a mask, but there doesn't seem to be this, um, tension where you know people are fighting if they see someone doesn't have a mask on or or vice versa because you know we do get that too or we were seeing that too and um i i think people have kind of come to common ground and um they're starting to realize this isn't a liberal conservative thing anymore it's about um are you bringing life to the planet or are you bringing in things that are destructive? And I think people are finally starting to see this slowly. Um, Of course, I'd like to see it go a little faster, but I I definitely sense the tides are turning. I I don't see um, the, the fighting among people that I did see during the beginning of the pandemic. Let me just say that when I was going out canvassing through my neighborhood for this project, I only found, and we probably hit 600 residents, not that many did we talk to, but out of all the people we talked to, there was only one occasion where somebody was really freaked out about me not having a mask on. This is a mask-only area or something. And uh, I said, okay, you know, I was still outside. It was still six feet off the property, you know, the porch, but, um, that was only the, and nobody else questioned it at all. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, and the football games where everybody's not wearing masks. I mean, it's almost like wherever you can get away without wearing a mask, you, you don't wear it. And these mandates, now this is another thing that just for people to understand, Biden said he was going to make it a mandate that every government employee and the contractors all have to have the shots but he never put that into law all he did was say it and now all these companies are saying well the president mandated it no he didn't he said he was going to but there is no law no no executive action no nothing he just said it and that's kind of scary when you when you think about it you know because all these these companies they just you know it's like you say they're concerned about you know, their business is surviving, so they jump on this as an excuse. Well, blame Biden. He made a man mandatory. No, he didn't, <clears throat> which is going to open up a lot of lawsuits, I think. No, there was no law. Huh? What do you mean? Anyway, so um, we're getting kind of close to the end of this show. Yasmin, is there anything that you didn't cover that you would like to, to just kind of say? Um, yeah, actually, um, just real quickly, I, I don't know, um, 
there's a lady, her name is Barbara Marciniak. She's actually a channeler who um, channels the Palladians, and she's written several books. She's done this uh, since the early 80s. And I, I kind of follow her little podcast that she puts out. And um, she's actually talked about the C60 molecules that they're now discovering that they're um, uh, they're effective for detoxing people who got the shot. And so I thought that was really interesting. So I've been, I have one lady that I'm doing Reiki on that got the shot. And so I, I had her hold on to some shungite and I had the rose heart resonator under the Reiki table. And um, now she's like, she's like really hungry for shungite. And so I, I sent her up to Derek's store and said, you know, be sure you get your shungite there. Um, so I, it's kind of interesting to see um, how the shungite's going to play a role with helping to heal people. So maybe a bigger topic for another show later on. Yeah, that is a big, big topic. Um, Mark, do you have anything else that you wanted to ask Yasmin or mention? No, just any um, other sites uh, she wants to promote um, where she, she can be found on social media. Oh, yeah. Your website? Uh, yeah, my website is com, and I'm also on Facebook. Quite often. <laughs> But oh yes, <laughs> but she 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 posts some of the most amazing things. You know, it's just I love your posts. That's why I like talking to you because I do think that you have a real down to earth perspective on what is and isn't happening. I deeply appreciate you being here. Thank you so very much. And um, thank you, Mark is Mark and I are on tomorrow on uh, Radio Five G, and. We have to pre-record that just for scheduling mainly, and uh, I thought it was a good show. We we did some good work. It'll tell you more about 5G and shots and stuff. It's a compilation of a, a few different things. Um, and to, later tonight we're going to have um, Cosmic Reality Radio, and now following this we're going to have Metaphysical Perspectives. So I thank you both for being here. And um, Yasmin, if you ever get something you really want to talk about, just let us know. And I'm going to, from not time to time, my, myself or Mark or Derek will say, hey, you want to come on the show? <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have more magical stories to tell, yeah? Yeah, I, I think we will. I, <laughs> I have a feeling. <laughs> yep. Thanks again. We're going to go now to Metaphysical Perspectives. Thank you. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.